this episode is being produced by Big Stoop. Welcome to another episode of Straight Like That Podcast, brought to you by and produced by Big Stoop Studios. I have a wonderful guest with me today for the second for the second episode. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm Dion, Dion Moore, owner of Your Neighborhood Artist. Um, I am a visual artist based out of St. Louis, Missouri, but I do travel. <laughs> that's good that's good so i do all type of artwork um stemming from i like to my biggest thing i like to do is draw mm. um draw then i go painting i do any type of painting um airbrush <coughs> clothing um i paint on clothes shoes walls uh, outside on the ground wherever oh, wow. i even take it to the chalk on the ground you know i Almost anything, so I'll paint anything. So you definitely have a passion for art. Yes. Okay. How long have you been doing it? Whoo! I think going on twenty two years now. Twenty two. Oh wow, yeah. that's a long time to be doing something that uh, artistic. <laughs> I'm not a well. I'm not gonna say I'm not an artistic person, but you know, I'm not a big drawer. Um, I prefer to write. I'm big on writing, so that's just me. Well, we do have three of your pieces here today um so can you tell me about each one of them and what inspired you to do them? Mm, let me try to turn this camera on a little bit okay so he's talking about these three pieces right here so the this one is my love jones piece and i did this one back in 2019 i did it for a show uh, where i was just trying to do um my big thing i like to do and uh, it's called art meets artist okay uh, so basically artists meet artists. So when I did the Love Jones piece, it was basically based off of these two. Both of them did like um, Nina um, did a form of art photography. Mm-hmm. And man, um, Lorenz Tate in this movie, he did uh, poetry. So both of those are forms of art. So I'm an artist. So I wanted to paint them. So okay. artist meets artist. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And I did that as a theme for a show back in it was like my first show up in 2020 but i painted this in december of 2019 then uh we have outcast i did outcast um i called it two dope boys if you don't know they have a song out called two dope boys yeah um i just think they real you know dope honestly um they're two they're two artists as well and uh, music artists on top of it, you know, they do uh, acting as well. So that's another form of art. But I did this back in 2020. Um, I was trying out a different form of art. Uh, so I, this was my first time doing And you know what? Don't get me wrong. I know art, but at the same time, I forget all the proper wording for that type <laughs> of art. <laughs> so it'll come to me later, the style of art that I chose for that one. Um, but yeah, I did, I I wanted to try something different. So I did the purple pinks and the teals, you know, just trying to do, oh, it's pop style art. That's what it's called. So that's, uh, called pop style. Yeah, I like that one. I definitely. It was just different. I just wanted to try something different that, um, other people hadn't seen before. I I wanted to do something more original. Mm -hmm. And so I hadn't seen this done before. So that was, uh, why I did that one. Um, and then the one at the bottom, I did this year. So. Um, I started uh, what I call my Green Girl series, uh, Flower Girls. But I started that back in 2020. Um, one of my girls, she sold. 
but I, I have plans on doing like probably four more of the same type of series. Okay. There. My like African um, princesses, I call them. Got you. Um, and I started them out with doing some type of incorporating a flower in there with a green background. So I did her this year. Um, I absolutely love her. I did it with oil paint. I mean, it was like flawless when I did it. I did it probably in one day, I believe so. Oh, wow. That probably um, took me about this, three months to do. Yeah, that was just <laughs> something I just did on a humble when you just feel like you want to do something um, on your own without right. somebody telling you what you have to paint because I do a lot of custom work. Okay. And so that was just something I said, woke up one morning, I want to paint this, and I did that. And um, her sister left me probably like a, a month ago. She sold a month ago. Oh, but okay. I'm glad she's still with me for the moment. Somebody <laughs> can definitely purchase her. Uh, but, yeah, I'm I'm just starting a series of that one. So that's more just a, original me, too. Uh, but, yep, those are the three I got today. Okay. I definitely like this one, the big boy, Andre 3000. You do? Uh, okay. That's probably my favorite one that I can out of the three. I like the Love Jones one. I love the movie was dope. I will say the movie yeah, was awesome, dope. Awesome. Everybody loves that movie. If you haven't seen it, I can't. I don't know what you've been looking at. What type yeah. of movies you look at? <laughs> so, but yeah, Andre Three Thousand and Big Boy. They are speaking of them, uh, music wise. They are hell of an artist. <laughs> their music uh, yeah. is man. I love them. Uh, I definitely. I grew up on them. So you know. They music definitely, even now today, they music still, you play it, dope. everybody go crazy. <laughs> dope. dope, too dope, too. Yeah. So, um, what, so what other collections or other pieces that you would say inspired you to do art? I mean, the inspiration, honestly, I'm going to tell you this. Inspiration is, <clears throat> is within me. I remember when I was 12 years old, and uh, my mom, she came home with this gift from the dollar store. Oh, Lord. And it was a, it was actually like one of those little wooden painting kits. And okay. I think they still sell them to this day. But it was like a little wooden painting kit. She knew I loved Tweety Bird. So she came in with this little Tweety Bird wood. And it had paint next to it. And I was like, ooh. And I just painted it. Followed the instructions and, and was really excited about it. And I had some paint left over. So what I did was I looked at the wall and I drew the same Tweety Bird on the wall and just mm -hmm. used the extra paint to paint it. When she saw I did it, she was like, wow, you can draw. <laughs> and from then on, she gave me some more paint. Mm -hmm. And she said, if you want to paint the walls, go for it. <laughs> and as I, I just painted the walls. And, like, to this day, she still has the, um, the room that I was in. Still have all the Tweety Birds on the wall. Now, they look raggedy compared <laughs> to the work that I do now. Yeah. But I, I loved it so much. I just couldn't put I couldn't put it down. So the first thing I did ever was paint. Okay. I, I, um, I didn't draw first, but I did paint first, and then I learned that okay, I can draw, and I just kept mimicking like cartoons for the longest. Okay. And I just went from there. It just it so. What would you stopped. say is your favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon like now, or even now, or like back then, or overall, just. And you know what? It's crazy. I think I only had a Tweety Bird fetish because my cousin did. <laughs> I don't even like Tweety Bird now. Like, <laughs> but to be honest, I, I I wanted to be a cartoonist, and I used to read the comics, the cartoon comics in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Okay, I used to read okay, them all okay. the time. I used to uh, go pick up the newspaper and grab them and read them. And if I be honest with you, I like adult cartoons. 
Of course, uh, of course. <laughs> so, like my favorite is Family Guy. If I was to go with childish cartoons to this day, I would say The Loud House. Loud House. Um, I guess I've never heard of it. Man, so. you gotta watch. You gotta watch. It's it's, it's a cartoon with uh, it's like one boy but like twenty girls, and they got uh, heck yeah, of kids. Seen it. And and um, my kids put me on game. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I just I be cracking up because they got so much stuff going on in that house, and I just be laughing at it. It's just it's funny. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely like I said. I love growing up, especially growing up on Saturdays. And when I was little, growing up, waking up on Saturday mornings to as early as six o'clock, trying to catch cartoons. <laughs> Knowing during the weekday you don't want to get up, but on Saturday you go get up as early as possible and watch the series. You know they don't do that anymore. They don't um like on it was channel thirty. Then you can flip to eleven. You could do the two. Mm-hmm. I used to wake up every morning and watch uh, Yu Gi Oh yeah. at six o'clock yep. in the morning yep. and Pokemon at six o'clock in the morning when I was going to school. I would sit there and watch those all the time. It's crazy because now my kids are watching them. I'm like, yeah, I knew that it is. Right, sure Pokemon. Pokemon that. was my <laughs> ultimate favorite. I love Pikachu. That was my favorite Pokemon. Them, him, and uh, Charizard. Them two, I love them. Really? Especially because Charizard is red, and that's my favorite color. So hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's my favorite color too. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we got some in common. Yeah, hey, yeah. We got some in common. Yeah, that definitely. Uh, <laughs> red is my favorite color. I wear it all the time. Even growing up, people, my friends, would be like, "You wearing red today again?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I? I? It's been times I've went to school wearing all red. Really? And I they just look at me time. like, "Why are you?" Because I feel like it. <laughs> I did that one time, and they was like, "This girl got on a whole red rock and wear outfit. What is wrong man, with her?" <laughs> man, and and I also used to watch Animaniacs. That was my show. Man, yeah. <laughs> and did you see the new season? The yeah. new season sucks. They can it's, cut it all the way out for me. I don't like it because it's I not. Like it. They're trying to re reboot from the original. Yeah, it's it's, it's not working, man. Nah, it's not because it's. I, I tell you, my favorite one was. Um, not the oldest one, but uh, uh, the short one with the hat. Um, I can't think of his name. Daco was yeah. it? Who eat everything? Yeah. Okay. Yep, that was my boy. <laughs> but the girl, she they sisters made them stay on track, but she she was Doc, a handful. Doc. Yeah, that's what her name was. <laughs> she was a handful. So, um, have you ever thought about just doing like a series of straight cartoons? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> I haven't did cartoons probably since I was in high school. Um, oh. If I do cartoons, it, it's probably like uh, just hurry up and quick doing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe on some clothes that's requested or something like right. that. I remember when I was a junior in high school, and I was I was big up in um, high school when it, mm-hmm. when it came to the art. Right. I was a lame as far as popularity goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a lame in life. I mean, but, art, uh, you, that's, that's one way to get in with everybody. Yeah, art, but, football, sports, whatever yo. Yeah. Whatever people know you for. But um I was known for art and um she I I did a whole I did this cartoon. I did the Looney Tunes and I did every single last character, but I did like uh, you know that little Warner Brother Warner Brother circle. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. put all of them like three D and I put okay. it on this huge poster and I did it in the oil pastels. And I thought it was dope. I still got it to this day. It's hanging in my uh, one of my kids' room. But uh she gave me a zero. She gave me a zero on it. And she said, cartoons are for kids. Wow. If you want to grade, you need to go to realism. So um, I was just like, what? 
but it sat with me. And that was the first time that I transitioned from cartoons because I wanted to be a cartoonist. I just knew I was going to be a cartoonist. Right, right, right. And so um, I transitioned from cartoons to humans. I did this. And um, so I asked her, could I do it over? When mm-hmm. I did it over, I did this blue girl. Um, it was the same size. I did it huge, but it, mm-hmm. she was like, it seemed like she was coming out of the woods. She was making some type thing. It's okay. Scared, when I say it scared the shit out of everybody. <laughs> And um, so when you looked at it, it was all forms of blues and greens. I did all different tones of it. Mm. And uh, when she saw it, she was shocked. Like, oh, so this girl, she came you back. You can actually and do it. brought it. <laughs> and um, she she hung it down in the, um, in the cafeteria so oh, okay. everybody could see it. Mm. And it was like she she was amazed. Everybody was amazed. She gave me 100 and um, erased the other grade. But I, <laughs> I didn't do cartoons from that day on. Maybe you should. Maybe you should go back to doing cartoons, you know, the early 90, basically like an early 90 series type thing. And don't get me wrong, I can still draw. I can draw a cartoon probably in two seconds now. When, I, when I'm when outside playing with my kids, I um, use the chalk and we'll just draw cartoons on the ground. It Cartoons are, are simple. So right. she wasn't lying. Cartoons are kind of childish, so anybody should be able to draw a cartoon. She wasn't lying, but at the same time, she didn't understand that I was a that was my goal. Right, so, right, right. Uh, she shouldn't have said what she said, but at the same time, I knew she was trying to bring something out of me. She knew I had skills, right. but she felt like my skills were kind of amateur, and she wanted to see what well, I Well, she do. found out when she let you do the uh, the redo. Right. <laughs> she found out and she, she, she had found bad out respect quick. for me. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you definitely should call it, like, uh, Saturday morning. Saturday morning series. I don't think about it. Oh. See, I'm, I'm trying to give you new ideas, new series, yeah. and it don't work. Now, it, you know what? <laughs> that series, the uh, my green girl series, um, is honestly when I have downtime. I don't have no downtime. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have no downtime. I'm painting something now. I'm supposed to be at home painting and finish this. I was supposed to be finished today, and it didn't work out that way. Well, I'm glad you're I'm glad I could take you, you know, some of your time away from it a little bit. It's, it's all good. It's all good. People got to understand, you know. Or it takes time, and if I don't make it, I don't make it, but I will. I'll get it finished. Yeah. So what are you working on now? Uh, so uh, I got a customer requesting a piece. Um, I did post it, and I'm posting the progress because she's okay with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm using – she actually brought something else out. I didn't use this many colors. So I'm using um, probably about eight different colors, but mm-hmm. I'm um, – merging them all together just trying to form something different so it's looking like a universe type painting okay um but it's it's pretty dope it's just challenging so that's why i'm taking so long with it <laughs> but it's it's kind of challenging making sure that you get all the uh, skin tones and right, right, it right. to make it still look like it's human but you. at the same time still make make it look like it's a universe painting so basically okay. when you go out and you think about outer space and stuff and like you're just seeing all the different colors clashing together so that's that's what i'm doing right i now. actually think i saw that piece um i don't know if it was i might have saw it i might have like i said i've i followed you i found you on instagram which um a lot of the paints that i saw on there are pretty dope i will have to say they're pretty dope i wouldn't have been able to do it <laughs> but nah I, I, the closest i'm gonna get to art is cartoons <laughs> hey, you're doing art right now. What you're doing right now is art. This is a form of art. Interviewing people it's, is a form of art. I didn't. You know what? I never would have thought about it like that. So, and this is actually something different for me. This is something the pandemic has brought out of me <laughs> because I've never, I never. I'm more. I'm more of an introvert. So me actually doing this and stuff is stepping out of my comfort zone. Really? 
So yeah, and I'm an extrovert. See, I don't, I don't, I don't care to be around people that much. Really? That's how people get in trouble. And it's, it's not, it's not. I, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm be honest. I be, I be out just speaking to people random. They be looking at me like, "What you talking to me for?" I be like, "Hey, just say hi back. <laughs> just say hi yeah, back." Yeah, that's and that's sad. That's real sad. Um, you can't just. It's it's sad because you can't just say hi to somebody without them looking at you weird. Offended, looking like that. I mean, I'd be like, well, if you don't want to say hi back, I'll take my hi. I'd be like, <laughs> did she take her hi back? Yes, I'll take it back. Yes, I'm definitely taking it back, which is weird because you go to anywhere else, it's not like that. No, down south, I think I was born to be down south. <laughs> I'm just here by default. Yeah. And I'm trying to change the Midwest, but nah, Midwest kind of. You know, kind of stuck up in any ways. You're gonna be you're gonna be trying to change for a while. <laughs> That's I'm a whole gonna, lot of changing. Keep, we're gonna keep pushing though, because I yeah. I believe that y'all can speak, speak, speak when you see me. Yeah, they like you. See, a lot of people can. They just prefer not to. They prefer to be ignorant and ignore you and um, not have the manners that they were taught <laughs> as a kid. Hey, some people wouldn't talk that. They mama mean too. You know what? You are absolutely <laughs> right about that. They that is a learned behavior, people. Speak to people when they say hello. It it'll take you two seconds. Hey, what what you, what did your mama teach you? Then when you walk into a building, you speak. You speak. Yes. The people who died shouldn't speak to you first. You should speak first. Because automatically you seeing them. So <laughs> as soon as you walk in, you seeing them. So say, hey how you doing everybody? And yeah. that's that's how it go on about your day. Don't it's not that much. hard. Don't take nah. So, um, I'm actually, I want you, so have you done any, like, big logos or any other material? Man, just did one last week, and it was okay. a rush job. <sighs> but I appreciate it. I appreciate it because it shows me, you know, it pushes me in areas. Hey, man, I was outside, and I did two logos last week. But um, this one had me outside, the last one. But it pushed me to actually see how much I can get done in one day. Mm-hmm. And I stayed out there because I knew she had her grand opening the next day. And I didn't. she said she had been looking for six months for somebody. And oh, wow. then somebody actually tagged me. And she looked at my work. She was like, oh, I, I believe she can get it done. And, I'm hey, I'm a quick person. And don't think I'm not busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause some people would be like, "Hey, I got a pain. I need that." Oh. Right. I'd be like, oh, "Bro, I got somebody already over there." <laughs> but um, if I feel like you really need my services, I'm gonna go ahead and squeeze you in and try to get it done as fast as possible. But I took me and my daughter. And we was outside, cold, oh, cold, wow. and we got that building painted. And um, I dang near got sick. I had to hurry up and take a whole bunch of vitamin C just to not get sick. Mm-hmm. But I was out there for nine hours. Spray painting it and painting that building, and I my my the feeling in my fingers starting to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun and it was awesome, and it turned out really great. So Jeez. you know, I, and then she was really grateful, and you know, for me coming through, and right. I, you know, I'm just happy to see when people see me, and and they can actually appreciate the fact that I I I stopped what I'm doing to actually get their stuff done, and that I'm gonna actually do it right. I appreciate that they trust me that much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing for people to expect something of you, but then they when they also show gratitude towards it, it just makes it makes you feel that much better about what you've done, what you've created, and the work you've and time you've put in to do what you did <laughs> to make what you make. So, do you is any of your kids into art or? <laughs> 
That's that's a no, people. That's an absolutely I just, no. I was just, just playing. Okay, so as far as they think, what I do is boring. Um, but uh, my daughter, she's um, she's into sports. She's a gymnast, so okay. it's a, it's still a form of art. My son is a gamer. He does not move. <laughs> he sits in the chair. We got him um, a chair that actually goes. All the way back and transition into like a basically a, a, a couch, a chair, oh, wow. a, um, a bed. So when he's tired, he just fold that chair back, sleep, wake back up, and go straight back to it. He don't move. He don't move. I'm I'm surprised he's still living because <laughs> sometimes he don't even eat. Oh wow! Um, but he he's classified gamer. He got a YouTube channel where people sit there and watch him play the game. I ain't never seen stuff like that. Um, and my little baby, he actually a musician. So. Um, it's all forms of art. It may not be the type of art <laughs> that I do, but it's still all different forms of art, right. and I appreciate the different forms of art that they're in because you know they your kids are not not guaranteed to be like you. Right, but right, hey, right. my little guy, baby, he like painting. <laughs> of course he does. He like painting, so <laughs> we gonna make him an artist. <laughs> yeah, that you said your daughter was a gymnast. That's that's one of them things where. Man, it, that's a that's a dedicated type of thing. People really almost kill themselves in that sport. Like I'm trying to, <laughs> I'd be scared because every day she it's something different. Like she coming home, like I think I broke my ankle. Like, oh, please don't don't break nothing. Right. We got, we got a long way to go. Oh, you can't break nothing before you get accepted into college. Yeah, you got to keep all your body parts intact, please. Man, because they they fit. They find out you break something, they ain't give you they nothing. Give you, no, and you know they don't give you four uh, four year scholarships no more. They give you um, scholastic scholarships right. to where you know you got to continue to um, perform every year. It's like you got to re oh, fill wow. out for the scholarships because you they give you four year scholarships, then you get injured or you're not keeping your grades up or you're not doing something, and then Man. you know they didn't give you a full full ride and you ain't even performing to where. You, they expect you to perform. Right. So now they make you reapply every year to get the scholarship over and over again. So and they these colleges getting over. <laughs> they not, but They're I think the over. people are getting over because they not using the full capabilities of what they ask them to come there and do. So I I appreciate them making you continue to work yeah, hard for what I you I mean, you sh- it, in all in all aspects of life, you should work hard in anything that you do. That's but at the same time, these big universities making money off these athletes. They are. They these are, these they are billion paid. dollar companies. They don't get paid to go play in them games. People didn't even notice that. Them kids out there playing college ball and we doing March Madness. Them kids don't get a quarter. Nah, they don't even see money from the apparel that they sell. Man, <laughs> you heard me. They give them a few free outfits. They don't even give them a haircut. You see them kids on the court, yeah. all of them hurt, toe up because they can't afford nothing. Yeah, a lot of them. Especially, I mean, the ones that's on scholarship, the full ride scholarship. I mean, they they have the money after the uh, refund, but <laughs> that only goes so far. They they head right through that, so it's all you know, it's all good. But um, you said your son is a gamer. Do you now? You know, you can make money from that, right? You definitely can. So would you? If he said, if he told you that he wanted to be a professional gamer, how would you? How would you feel about that? 
He's already said it. And so oh, okay. um, what I did was enroll him in STEM. I'm okay, like, oh, okay. go ahead. So this is what we need to feed this in. So you go here. And he actually want to go to MIT because he wants to okay. be an engineer. So I'm okay. like, hey, whatever you want to do, I'm backing in. Because I, I believe in investing in your kids' dreams. I don't care if you wanted to be a professional junkie. Be the <laughs> best professional junkie there is. Please don't be a junkie, people. <laughs> Please don't I'm just do that. Saying, whatever you do, be good at it. If you're gonna be a That's beggar, true. be the best beggar there is. That's true. And so That's I encourage, I, I motivate my kids, and I support them in whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's good. I mean, a lot of people don't have that type of support. So, yeah, I, I definitely. And you said your youngest was. You said he did what? Musician. Musician. That's something. That's now. That's something I wish I could do. I wish I have a cousin that's actually I have two cousins that are musicians. One can play pretty much every instrument and from guitar, piano, drums, tuba, anything. Yeah. And it's just and then I have a cousin that sings. Really? So and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I got the musical jazz. <laughs> I, I didn't get that it. part. I love it. I can't do anything um musically. Uh, my mother, she was um, on scholarships for playing the clarinet. Mm. Um, his dad was um, in a band, so he was playing. I think he can play up to three instruments. So we started him out on the piano. Mm. Um, but when he was about six months, he started beatboxing. Oh, <laughs> and people used to be like, the baby is beatboxing. I got videos of my baby beatboxing, and uh, he just had, he was born, he had soul. And now he can, you know, if you tell him, hey, go pick up the mic, he going to be like, y'all want me to pick up the mic? (laughs) (laughs) He'll go, they be like, yeah, go pick up the mic, because we'll be like at family functions, and and they be like, all right, jazz on the mic, he'll come over. And go straight into it like he biggie. Oh wow! Get a few verses and he, you know, he just free form rap. He can sing okay. and all that stuff. Oh man! Yeah, he just one of them soulful kids, and he'll dance for you, sing, play the piano, all that I'm, stuff. I'm gonna have to get him up here. I need, I need to see all that. <laughs> I need to record all that. He fun. He fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you done any like um for like have you done any type of commercial like big commercial paintings or anything like that for big companies i guess i should say no no um honestly the most i've done is probably for uh local bars or small companies okay and i and i i like working with the i want to call it inner city people because so so um so many people don't understand that even when you get a business it don't mean that you balling Right. So I offer prices that are affordable, but the work is still top notch. Right. So I that's why I work with the smaller companies instead of. I mean, if if I was to be asked to do something for a larger company, of course. But I'm not the person running to go do the work, and I it's crazy because um, I got a lot of uh, artists, art people that I know. I'm not even gonna call all of them friends. <laughs> Um, they're called acquaintance people. Yeah, Those are not friends. They're called acquaintance. Yeah, I don't even call them acquaintance. <laughs> but I got a lot of art people that I know who are, I call it bougie. Because um, 
my idea is not to make as much money as possible. Right. And people get mad at me when I say this, when they look at my prices, because um, my price sheet is public. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You're going to know how much the stuff is going to cost me, uh, cost you to get done. And I don't care. Um, but I get a lot of critique from other artists telling me, you need to raise your prices. No, you need to mind your business and worry about yourself. Because my ob- objective is not to see how much money I can make or not to become rich. I've never occurred to be rich. Right. I want to get my artwork into as many houses across the world as I can. And if that means making it affordable so that you can put my artwork and pass it down from generation to generation to where somebody's going to look and see my name on their wall and and Google me and try to find out who I am Mm -hmm. and my name live on after I'm dead, that matters. You selling one painting a year because your stuff 10,000. I'm selling no reason. hundreds of paintings a year, <laughs> and my stuff is reaching more houses than your stuff is reaching. But you start worried about the quarter. Yeah, I, I, that's one of them things where, especially, and I was talking with this about this on my last episode, where especially in St. Louis, you can't do anything without somebody, without hating. Yeah, there you go. There you Put go. Put it out there. Hey, I was trying to find a different, a different word. But yeah, hey, it's it's like we all trying to get, especially in music industry, art industry, we all are trying to do this on our own without any necessary help from any big labels because we know the fact that they're going to, their their point is to make a profit. Ours is to uh, just to have something that we love to do. <laughs> so it's like, why are you worried about how much I'm charging for my paintings? It's not hurting your pockets at all. At all. <laughs> if anything, it, it sometimes it does. Don't get me wrong, because they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Dion can do this for half the price. I'm going to go with her. And so that's what happens. And then I get um, scrutinized for that. I mean, that's not your fault, though. I mean, if the work is, if the work is a reasonable price, but it's also the prices are reasonable, but it's also top notch. What's the difference? What's the problem? Just because your work is, they work might not be as top notch as yours, but you got high prices. Man, hustle hard, (laughs) hustle hard, and keep hustling hard. Don't worry about what I'm doing over here. That's all I tell people. Just mind your business. You know, don't don't say nothing to me. Don't say nothing to me. You just gotta know. What she take a look and be like, well, what is what is Dion doing that I'm not doing to? She's selling all these paintings, but I'm not selling that much. What is she doing? Probably out ask, hey Dion, what are you doing that I'm not doing? Hey, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna run the game for you. I'm gonna be like, hey, because I'm an old school hustler, so right. it's just like it's just like selling crack in the hood. <laughs> You got to cut the profit and, you know, you got to cut the price in half and then you're going to sell more, right? you know, and still keep the product, you know, high. Right. So you just got to do what you got to do, but you're going to take all the customers. It's the hustle. Yeah. That's just how you do. And a lot of people don't have that. They don't, don't <laughs> want to cut the price. They don't want to cut the price. I mean, like you said, making making money, it'll come. It, once, you, once your stuff start getting out there and people see that, your work is quality work, the money gonna come. You chasing it, it's not gonna come. <laughs> you gonna fall flat on your face every time. Man. <laughs> so, 
So I just like like you said, same like I said, St. Louis is just one of them. It's a hard city to kind of please people because you never know who's really even the people that support you. Those are the ones that still kind of are mad. <laughs> I'm telling you, anybody who mad, they don't support you. And I don't worry about uh, anybody likes. Right, I don't right, care right. about that. I, of course. I, I've never cared about pleasing nobody. And you should. And, and I have like a nonchalant characteristic because most people, they'll be like, oh, she just don't care. Because I don't, I don't feed into it. I don't feed into the negativity. I'm not going to talk about the negativity. I'm not going to talk about people who are irrelevant to me because mm-hmm. you're irrelevant. And I'm not going to be posting ignorant stuff. I'm not going to, you know, give you any energy that I don't feel like you deserve. So right. me, I just don't feed into it. I don't care. Like my mindset is. You know, la 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 la, <laughs> la 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 la. Yeah. I live in my I live in my own head all the time, and m- mostly all the time, I'm always happy. If people catch me out in public, they be like, "The girl smiling and she playing, <laughs> she playing all the time. Why is she so happy all the time? Because I live in my own head. Right, right. As you should. I mean, it's your life, and you have to live your life stress free for one, and however you feel like it. So, but um. Are you um, doing any, do you have any shows coming up? I'm be honest, uh, my, I have not planned for anything as far as a uh, paint event. Um, mm-hmm. I got actually somebody who's booked for a paint event. So I, I let me keep going, honey. So these people be asking for paint events. <laughs> when your next event? When your next event? And don't buy the tickets. And then so I be having like a group of people who will uh, sell out the shows, mm-hmm. but then um, the people who ask for me to throw the throw the events, I don't even buy the tickets. Mm-hmm. So I be kind of leery with um, doing the events because they do cost money to throw. Right, right, right. Um, and then the shows they are very slim to none. I have not seen an art show in St. Louis since I did one. Right. Uh, people are not doing shows. I don't want to do virtual shows no more. So if you <laughs> asking me to be in a virtual show, the answer is no. No, it's not the same. I don't like right. it. I'm an in-person type of um, person. If you're scared of COVID, go get the shot. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, until outside open, open, for real open, I'm not going to be in your shows until you actually inviting me to be there. Do not ask me to be in nothing online because the answer is no, I'm not going to do it. And, um, I'm not doing the traveling right now because uh, these people would cancel their shows at the last minute. I didn't yeah. buy all these products and I can't sell it. Uh, so it's, it's like right now until outside open all the way back up and, and people stop acting like, you know, oh, we just going to die. Everybody going to die. Yeah. We all not going to die. This is just this is something that happens all the time. We have to go through pandemics. You know, yeah. this is what happens. This is a world that's full with all type of stuff. And you got to you got to learn how to deal with this. Right. We all not going to exactly. survive it. We just got to understand and keep See, pushing See, that's, that's that's what I have a problem with. Um you rather now since this pandemic, people have been going to clubs. Right, I've always went. <laughs> <laughs> they have worn their masks. They followed every protocol. They rather spend money in a club to smoke, drink, or whatever the case is. But you can't do something. You can't support something that's as positive as an art show. Man, oh, you know what? I did do an art show. Let me stop lying. I just did one art show because I saw uh, saw Green Girl. There. Um, this little young cat. 
uh, Michael. Dope. He's trying. He's trying. He's young. He's out here. He uh he has uh he has that spirit in him. The way right. he, I can tell when um I always support the younger people. Right. And you support them because they got more drive and ambition than you do. And they gonna keep pushing. They gonna get to where they need to be. Right. So I did um do his show. It it, it was um uh, the ghetto shindig. Of but, course. Hey, he did it, and, <laughs> he, got and, it and he he got it done. And, and you know what? I saw the painter. So hey, bro was with it. And yeah. you support those people. Hey, when I did a show, I invited everybody, and I told them be in it for free. Come mm-hmm. here. I'm gonna actually professionally hang your stuff. Do all this. You know, some cats told me I wouldn't. Why would I do something with you? Wow. Like I was nobody. You hear me? Mm. And I was cracking up because I'm like, oh, I, I'm like, okay, well, you know, my bad, respectively, no problem. Right. You know, I bad. I, they must have thought they were gonna hurt my feelings. I'm like, I'm feeling like, I ain't nah, pressed you. about it. <laughs> right. You know, if that's how you feel, more power to you. And it was crazy because they felt like they were too big to be in something that I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, don't ever be like that. I ain't gonna throw no names out there. They know who they are. Um, but I ain't gonna throw no names out there. But I. To me, never do that. Right. I don't care if your name is nothing in, in these streets right now. You don't know where a person might be later. Mm-hmm. Support everybody, and that's what I did for the young, uh, the young cat. I'm like, hey, I'm coming through. Right. You ask me, I'm gonna come through. And look, I sold something there. Right. So never, never block your blessings. And I don't like when people get too big headed and not humble. Right. Humble is number one. That's exactly. But yeah, no, I ain't gonna show coming up. <laughs> Do you want to do any shows? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. They cost money. And uh-huh. um, with the pandemic, uh, it really kicked us in, in our butts as mm-hmm. far as all that went. So I can't keep on funding the stuff and then the people don't want to come out. Like you just said, people will go to a club. They will not come support a, a free event. They will not come out and look at your artwork. Um, they'll tell you all day that they support you online, but it doesn't mean that they really support you. It's more or less to say, hey, I wanted to tell her I support her just in case she make it be so she'll remember that I told her, hey, I was there. So when they see me in public, like I tell people, this is my biggest pet peeve. If you see me in public, speak. Mm -hmm. Don't walk past me and don't speak because nine times out of ten, everybody I walk past, I say, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I don't care if you're a stranger. I don't know you. If I recognize your face, I'm be like, hey, I'm gonna probably give you a little extra hey. Um, but some people will see you in public, won't speak. Right. Just rude. Yeah. And um, so that's a big pet peeve for me. But at the end of the day, what was I? What question did you ask? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> I just sidetracked and, and my mind bad. No, I was just I'll just ask you what are you planning on doing any other show like any shows. If one pop up, are you plan? Do you right. plan on doing so, these shows? I want to do them, but people do not come out. And if they feel like they got to pay five, ten dollars to get in your stuff, and people don't understand, it's a lot of money to run these things, to run right. out the facilities, That's to true. actually get the artists to be in there, <clears throat> to actually bring you know food in there, you know, supply DJs for you to have a good time. That's I've true. seen people pay twenty dollars to get into a club that. You ain't doing nothing. You standing on the wall. You're not doing nothing. That's true. But they won't support you because it means that I did something to help you out. Yeah. But then they'll go and support these people who they don't know 
who they not getting nothing from. They can't, you know, support somebody who trying to do something. It's, it's me that they don't want to support. So, and it's, right. and it's the people that I have in there. They just don't want to see somebody else doing good. And it's sad. It doesn't. And, and so right now, yeah, everything is on pause for the moment. Okay. Um, until I can get the funding up to actually do these things and have people come out here for free and it be okay with me actually taking a whole loss. Right. Um, I want to get the artists out there. I want to sell their work. I want to get them um, exposed. Right. But will the people come even if, it, if it's free? That's the question. Will you come if it's free? Right. You won't even come if it's free. Hey, I can't even get my parents to come out to a show. Mm. So, Will you come if it's free? I can't get my family. I got one family member to show up to everything. I can't get my family members to come out to something that's free. Mm. So it's hard. It's you. hard. And people don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear that, hey, y'all don't support. Because they be like, but I, I saw your stuff. And I, in my mind, I said I liked it. <laughs> okay. But what else? Right. Can you come out to a show? Can you come right. out this? But I see you in the club and you want to speak. And you want to party with me? You, we can say hi, but go on here back over there. Right. That's it. And I and I go out, I go out to all the clubs. Everybody know me. In the, everybody know me in the clubs. All the club owners know me. Hey, right. there, there go Dion. She back in here. I'm gonna be in the club tonight. So <laughs> I support. I support all work. I buy from everybody. I support everything. Even mm-hmm. if your product is bad and I got it from you, I might not shop with you again. But right. I bought it and I didn't complain. Right. I buy from everybody. I support everybody. You That's invite true. me to something, I'm gonna come. Now, Bobby, I'm sorry because I forgot about your stuff yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but I bought the ticket, so I still support it. Um, and I tried. But I support everybody. Yeah. So how do you choose like as far as your uh material and your can like I see you got different sizes of your uh artwork on different sizes so what how do you choose what size what materials what um just like what what is your thought process that goes into a painting hmm. uh it is really i wake up out of dreams and, and get inspired so mm-hmm. most people might have like crazy dreams and stuff like that mm-hmm. i literally dream about art all the time <laughs> <laughs> Can't nobody make me mad. Um, so even if I had a bad day, I'm probably gonna go to sleep. I don't. I don't leave the TV on. I hate people who leave the TV on because that inspires your dreams. Right. Um, so I don't leave the TV on. Nine times out of ten, I don't watch TV. I might watch movies, but not TV. Um, I don't have cable, y'all. <laughs> I don't even have an antenna. <laughs> but um, I might watch movies here and there. But I don't. I'm not really up hip about a lot of stuff that's going mm-hmm. on in the earth. I don't even watch the news. Uh, yeah, I'm one of them people. I don't watch the news. So um, I just dream. Stuff come to me. Mm-hmm. I wake up. I do it. I actually, uh, I, I get inspired every time. And basically, it's what about whatever's laying around in the house. So if um, if it's a if it's a thirty by forty laying around, the house, psh, let me do it on her. You know, right. um, if it's sixteen by twenty. Let me do it on her. It just depends uh, on what's laying there, what I have available, and what what came to me a, as a vision in my dream, and I just produce it. it. It's nothing. It's nothing special to it. It's mm-hmm. nothing you know pre thought out or nothing like that. Everything just really come to me in my sleep. Besides this, besides Love Jones being a wonderful, wonderful movie, people, what made you 
first of all, how long did this take? How long how long did this particular pain take? Love Jones took me about I want to say maybe three days. That's still three that's days, very long. <laughs> maybe about six hours each day. Oh uh, wow! But it took about probably three days. Uh, when I like like I said, I did the artist meet artist, and I was looking for. Um, I'm a big fan of uh drama, not drama, but drama style movies. So. Mm. I'm like one of those hopeless romantics. <laughs> <laughs> and I always feel like I'm just going to meet Mr. It, just um, fairy tale stylish. Oh, wow. So I'm like one of those hopeful people. <laughs> That's not how my life is, though. <laughs> hey, nobody in St. Louis is romantic. Um, so, no. but. Um, just watching stuff like that, that's probably where that came from. It's just I'm a classic movie type of person, and I love uh, love stories. I love mm-hmm. them when they just they so deep in it and they so passionate about each other right. to the point where it makes me react the scenes and make me put myself in those places. Like, yeah, I could have been out in the rain waiting on this <laughs> dude. Yeah, I could have been at this yeah, catch a whole poetry cold thing, you know. And get sick <laughs> being out in the rain. That's just, time for that. That's me. That's me. I'm like the the imaginative, hopeless romantic. So that's probably where that came from. Okay. So since you love, uh, since you're a hopeless romantic, um, the biggest movie that everybody love or hate, however you want to put it, Titanic. Would you ever Bruh. consider Bruh. doing a painting of that? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Hey, no offense to all these white people. Them white people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Them stupid. It was long and stupid. Uh, <laughs> no. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. But at the same time, I thought the whole... Hey, I tell people this. When you do black people wrong, guess what happened? <laughs> at, at the beginning of that movie, you saw hey, no black people died. Right. There were no black people allowed on that ship. The ship was the biggest ship out there. That's true. And what that man said that I will never forget, when he got on that ship, he said, not even God could sink this ship. And what happened? The whole ship. The whole gone. ship. <laughs> gone. You hear me? Yeah. Whole ship. The Lord said, bitch, I can. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and it was like, you know, I, I saw the, the, the racism in it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the defined God up in it. And that shit was taken down, and all them people was done for it. Right. And then you had the whole dumb love story where this man sat in the water when every black person said, I would have told that girl to scoot over. <laughs> I ain't hey. dying like this. <laughs> That's definitely true. That's definitely true. But would you ever would you ever do a painting just of that ship? Would you ever do a painting of that? Not at all. <laughs> Why is that? If you haven't noticed, a lot of my artwork is black work. We, hey, I have noticed that. I have noticed that, but you know. Let's get real for a second. It's always diversity type thing. Let's so, get real know. for a second. When you go to uh, St. Louis Art Museum, how many black people artwork is in there? None. Man. If if it is, and it's very, very slim. Let's get, let's get 100 because uh, the U.S. says they're not racist. But everything about the U.S. is racist. We all know that, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> My work ain't gonna be up in that art museum. You know why? Because they won't allow it. Because I'm a black girl in America. I'm not. I'm not allowed to have my work up in there. Mm. My work is undervalued. Basquiat was doing his thing, 
But didn't nobody appreciate him until he was gone. Now everybody, man, Blackish did a Basquiat scene. Everybody think they know Basquiat now. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas don't know Basquiat. Let's be 100. <laughs> you don't even know his art style. You don't know nothing about him. You don't know where he came from. You don't know how long he was on the streets. You don't know nothing about him. You don't right. know what. Y'all just know he, you know, t- ooh, I like this one. It's the same right. Basquiat painting over and over again. But you don't know all about everything that went into him. So, yeah, we're undervalued. We're undervalued. And we're unappreciated. So me, I do a lot of black art because I want to show that I appreciate black people. Of course. And of and course. we we so often we always they always tell us to uh refrain from talking about racism or talking about that we cannot do, you know, black work. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta be integrated. We gotta be like this. But they don't. Yeah, we can't so I we can't, can't be I can't integrated promote, until right. Everybody else is. I can't. I can't promote my black self. I'm black. Right, right, right. Ain't ain't hey, ain't no white in me. <laughs> don't let this. Not light that skin, you know of. Don't let this light skin fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all. I'm all hood. So it's like they don't want us to, you know, talk about just being ourselves and only focusing on black people mm-hmm. because we just gotta integrate. But then they don't integrate. That's true. They they That's they true. they divide us and then want us to sit over here and say, "No, nah, but why you not doing us and why you not doing this?" Right. If you see me do some white art, it's probably people who you know who suggest who asked for it. Probably it's not that. It's more okay. or less the the movies that black people love the most. So like <laughs> Scarface and stuff like. Ah, yeah. I do that thing because black people wearing Scarface more than white. White people don't even know what's Scar- what's Scarface. Yeah, you know that's to us that's a hood scene because they you know they doing violence and stuff like that. Or you might see Scarface me doing, was that nigga. You know you might see. Me doing Marilyn Monroe. I'm a big Dorothy Dandridge fan, but Dorothy mm-hmm. Dandridge and Marilyn Monroe is like this. So uh you might see me doing her, but you ain't gonna see me doing too many white folks. Okay. I'll be I'll be 100 with you. I'm okay. a black artist doing black black art. So how did you get the the name neighborhood artist? Okay, y'all wanna know this? Y'all wanna know <laughs> this? So don't bite my stuff and try to come up with my style because you just don't know. So Regardless of how I might look now and how I might present myself, <laughs> I grew up in the hood. And no As matter what you do, you can t- you can move out the hood, but you can't take the hood out of my soul. So uh, I used to, you know, you listen to all rap songs. Of course. And, and, and you know, Master P was, you know. <laughs> hey, that guy. I, I, you know, the hustle. The hustle, yeah. it's all about the hustle. I think in my mind, it's all about the hustle. Mm-hmm. So when he sang that song, you know, uh, he said your neighborhood drug dealer. Oh, okay, and I think I just I'm, switched it. Okay, okay, okay. You know, I'm just dealing art. I'm, <laughs> I'm hustling art. Just hustling art. It, okay, it's, it's all it's all a hustle. He flipped his game and turned it into a real you know hustle. And all I am is trying to hustle off of what I what my talent is. Okay, he hustled off his talent. He turned it around. I got mad respect for Master P. So that's right. just that's where I got it from. You know, just a you know a song. <laughs> just, just a little, just a little speak of a line incorporated in there. If people would have noticed, they would have noticed. Ah, so she just changed it from you know your neighborhood drug dealer to your neighborhood artist. So would you say that this painting with Big Boy and Andre Three Thousand? Would you say that um, why what why didn't you do um, the whole group? Why you choose those two in particular? First off, <laughs> you oh know, it's, it's his, the song Two Dope Boys was they song. Okay. It wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a whole group. Um, don't get me wrong. The group was cool. But 
they the standout. Right. Of course. Of they course, they of set course. apart. They yeah, they, they did. set apart. They definitely did. And um I love Andre three thousand. You know, mm-hmm. I love I love everything about him, his style, his swag, you know, how he come off, his um personality, just everything about him. Big boy dope too. Of course. Um I just like everything about them. And I just I feel like they dope. I feel like I'm dope too. <laughs> so I did them too. I couldn't course, do one without doing the other. If anything, I like Andre better. But <laughs> I don't feel like I could have did one without the other. And I, I really like all their albums. I like everything about them. Yeah. Like all their albums, like they, all the movies that they performed in. You know, Andre transitioned into uh, acting deep. Right. You couldn't even tell that he was, you know, one of those people who uh, were a rapper. Mm-hmm. Because he transitioned into acting so deep, like it was just natural to him. Oh, okay. So I got, I just got married. Now the movie that they did, those two did. Uh, what is the name of it? Um, hey, I can't think of the movie. But would you, would you? It was wild something, and I can't. I hate. I can't think of the name of that movie right now. But would you possibly do like a painting of that scene of one of the scenes from that movie? I don't mind. <laughs> how, yeah, I do like that. Uh, how long do you think it would the take? Rooster, you? The the uh, mainly when he was uh, singing the rooster song, I like that little whole, whole yeah. uh, club I hate, I scene. I can't think of the name of that movie. Love that whole club <laughs> scene and everything like that. It was a dope movie. It was a dope movie. I know what you're talking about, but uh, it was a dope movie. Yeah, I hate because I, that that's one of the that really besides ATL for for him. That movie really solidified him as an actor. He did real good, I will say. Both of them did good. Yeah, you they know, did. To see them they act did. Together was dope. Ah, uh, yeah, because we uh, we're used to seeing them perform together. So them being in a movie together, that definitely just did it. And singing for, for too. Me. They was in there singing and rapping together. Too, yeah, you know. So it focused on what they do as well. So it was it was just a a double whammy. I loved all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your final painting right here, mm-hmm. Green Girl. Why did you, what made you, besides, I mean, besides the whole background, what made you come up with that name? Um, basically, my flower, my flower green girl series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what made me choose the green background. I think it just kind of popped off. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really attracted to um, darker skin tones. Mm-hmm. Well, I am dark skinned. <laughs> so it's just something about it that appeals me. So if you see the other girl, she was a darker um, tone than she was. But it's something about it that just makes it, you know, it's just the beauty within it. Okay. And yeah, I, I don't even know what came up with the name. I think it was more or less the flowers and me incorporating a green background within it because the, I think I did the green based off of, you know, flowers in the field and nine times right. out of ten the grass is green. That's true. So Unless it's dying and you don't take care right, of your lawn, people. Right. Take care of your lawn. And Please. Want, it should be brown. <laughs> I'm hollering. Oh, uh, <laughs> but now nah, just thinking about I wanted to get people that I felt like were like deep rooted Africans. Okay. Uh, even though the Africans don't really like us. <laughs> they hate us. They think we spoiled. Hey, Jamaicans do too. Um, but <laughs> they think we spoiled people. I'm uh, 
never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge uh, advocate for the motherland, and mm-hmm. I love everything about African skin tones. You know how the sun bounces off the skin and make it, right. you know, look gleamy and all that stuff. So you know, I just I just think black is beautiful, right. and I, in every aspect. So if if you see me just branching off and doing one of those girls, it's because you know I'm just showing appreciation to my motherland. Now speaking of the Jamaican heritage, <laughs> Bob Marley, have you have you done a painting of him or thought about doing a painting of him? Oh yeah, the movie was Idle Wild. Thank you somebody for helping yeah. out. See, see Idle Wild. I figured it yeah, it'll come. <laughs> I knew it had wild in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I had it on the sip of my tongue. I just got nigga. You know, y'all asked me to think, I don't think right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh what did you just ask? Well, about Bob Marley, would you Bob ever Marley, consider you know, doing a painting? You know, it? I did a whole uh, paint party. Oh, really? Yeah, we all did Bob Marley. Oh, yeah, we I'm all have, did. I'm gonna have to look on the ground. Hey, that it out. was the biggest paint party. Everybody came out for Bob Marley. <laughs> you hear me? Everybody came out. That was my biggest paint party. Hey, I remember this cat. He told me. Where did you come up with that concept from? Because I was like, hey, the next paint party with right. me and all that stuff. They was like, I'm going to sit this one out. I don't even know what you came with the concept. It's too quick. Um, don't nobody mm-hmm. like Bob Marley. Boom. That was sold out, oversold. Uh, people still like, can we please get in? How you not like Bob Marley? People? Bob Marley was that dude. It's that dude. So ridiculous. it was like, you know, I was like, no, nah, that, that was an easy sale. And, yeah, we, we killed that paint. Uh, how many people do you usually, if you throw something like that, where it's a, a a known person or a known portrait of somebody, how many, like, how quickly does it usually sell or does it depend? It, it really depends. Um, right now, people are kind of, like, leery on buying things because they don't know. For one, we got a lot of scared people out here, so. Right. And I don't really um, blame too many people. You know, it is what it is. Um right. Uh, we got a lot of people who feel like, oh, I don't want to spend money on it, you know. Uh, but then they'll take their tail out to Creve Core and spend $50. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't want to hear none of that. But um, my tickets be so cheap. Mm-hmm. And you get way better experience with me than going out there with, you know, Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will agree. I have to. I have uh, to agree with it. And, and your picture going to come out like people be leaving out of that and, and be like, my picture don't look like nothing. Right. And, <laughs> and everybody who's come out of my uh, sessions have always been like, man, my picture looks just like hers. You know, right, so right, right. to me, it's like it's all about the experience. I bring it to the city. I bring it from around the corner from you. And you still don't appreciate my prices. You don't appreciate me bringing it to you. It's hard you. to please people. It's, <laughs> it's not that. It's not even hard to please people. People are haters. They don't want to see you making a quarter. That is true. That's enough. They don't want to see you making a quarter. If they feel like you're making a quarter, they don't want to support you. That's true. So it's it's all about they going to go where it's sad, but we black folks migrate to the white folks. We are still conditioned. We are, they, like, slavery, we have not It's called been, modern slavery. Right. People. This modern is, slavery. it is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the new day age slavery. Black people don't even notice that when they... Anybody who's working for a corporation, I want you to go. And if you have the option of looking about who all is above you, I want you to look at the colors. You might see black people get up to, uh, what, management. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna see no CEO, not black the corporate person. Ladder. You're not gonna see that. You gonna you gonna start going up by at 
you go up three times as far as um, management go. You're going to go up three times. Then you're stuck. And then you're going to see <laughs> your your color is not up there no more. That's true. You don't even know that you're in the new age of slavery. So they have conditioned you to work at the bottom of their company, and then they put the they put the, what they call the 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 black slave slave person on right. top of you to whip you in space and to take you out. Right. So you know they put the you know the H the head nigga, mm-hmm. and they put them and they keep they they make them turn them against you to put you put them on top of you. This they don't true. even know they're in a fixated modern day age slavery and people will say people not gonna think (laughs) they're not gonna think of what i'm talking about they're gonna be like she tripping it'll catch them later it'll catch them later down the road and and they get you conditioned to enjoy the fact that they're gonna give you they're gonna max you out at 21 dollars and they and they got you thinking yeah i'm making that bread i'm making that bread but taxes people bruh you're Taxes. not making that bread. <laughs> you're not making that bread. They have conditioned you to be uh, stable or wherever you're at, to not have more, not want more. And if they put you in management, they have put you in your mindset that you are doing better than all the other black people out here when really you are on the same level, level. they are because they are going to keep you where you are at. Yeah, they that's want true. you where I will you say are that at. is true. It's a modern day age slavery, and we are always at the bottom of the totem pole. And we got to break away from it. And then, even the people who have broken away from it and have gotten up or even own businesses and stuff, we don't want the competition of the black people, or we don't want them taken away from what we got. Mm-hmm. You know, so we don't even pull each other in. But you haven't noticed that the white folks pulled each other in, the, yeah. the Asians pulled each other in. The, you know, the I, def- I definitely talked about in. that. On my last episode, where the only, the only, uh, the only other ethnicity, 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 yeah, that <laughs> that <laughs> blacks respect are the Arabs and the Mexicans, and and, and Arabs don't like us either. So they they, they don't. all pull us. Don't nobody. Hey, they say Asians in America need to be respected, but hold up, you go to the nail shop, they dogging you out in their language, <laughs> but now they. We not respected in America. So it's like it's like nobody understands that we are the most hated group of people and then we hate each other too. Yeah. And then we don't true. even know how to pull each other in. We so we so worried about fighting against each other yeah. and, and keeping the other person away. We so even in the drug game, they yeah. so worried about what he doing over there, so they're gonna go snitch snitch on you. Right. When we if nobody snitch, nobody would get in trouble. Nobody yeah. would find out. So it's like we have a, a conditioned mindset to not want more. And if they give one of us more, we have that conditioned mindset to keep it to yourself. Right. The game is to be sold, not told. Right. That's B- true. That's BS. It's BS. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just one of them things where we definitely, I feel like you definitely have to help. We all trying to get to the same. We all trying to get to the same place in life. Rather, we all trying to make it out. I wouldn't like that. We're all trying to make it out. So, but um, would you have you ever thought about possibly uh, getting a building and having your own art gallery where your paintings and other people' paintings that you support, you could put them in there? Every day, every day, every day I wake up and I go through a moment of depression, a moment thinking about what I want. And how hard it is to get there. How hard it is to go and ask for help. Because the black woman is, it's the black man up here, but then the black woman all the way down here. 
Mm. We the last. Don't nobody want to give us nothing. We got to work for whatever we got. We got to marry somebody who got some money to get, get what we want and sneaking around and get this. <laughs> but the black woman, and then it's, it's some strikes against you too because they have conditioned us to not stay within the household. So they right. break our households up. They put so many of us in, in single household. These men don't even understand that they have conditioned you to to not stay with the woman that you have your children with. Right. And not help that woman to leave your children. And just to make her struggle. When if two two minds was to put together and work together, we would have so much more. So the sad part is, no matter how much I want this, it's hard. I'm a single right. mother of three children. Mm-hmm. I don't get government assistance. Mm. I don't want government assistance. Mm. It's because the government gonna be in my business and I don't like the government. <laughs> I don't I don't get speeding tickets, y'all. I don't even want to get pulled though, because I know I got a bad attitude when it comes to police. Um, Man. <laughs> but I don't do nothing. I don't want my my uh, children's fathers on child support because I don't want my name in the court system. I don't want the stuck. system to know anything about me or how I move or what I'm doing or anything like that. It's 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 all about. I want a, a art institute eventually someday. I mm-hmm. look at these buildings. I look at these ran down schools in the cities and stuff like that. But I want I want so much. Nobody's going to invest in me. And even a person invest in me, they're going to try to make it theirs. I don't want nobody right, trying right, to make right. what my idea theirs, but I want a prestigious art institute right here in St. Louis. I don't want you having to go somewhere else to get to that art institute. I want to have, you know, athletics in there. I want to have poetry in there. I want to have artists in there. Mm-hmm. I want to have visual, you know, all every type of form of art that you could think of right. that they have in these other art institutes. I want to offer that to, you know, anywhere from sixth grade because, you know, your mind start forming and you know what you want to do by the time you're in middle school. Right, that's true. And um, many people don't know this, but I went to school for teaching. Okay. But um, people don't know your mind starts forming at six. You're very, um, you can actually teach a, a child at six, at sixth grade. And, and fester on, and in sticks. their mind about <laughs> what they really want to do. But I want them to be able to come in on scholarships and go to an art institute and feed into whatever they desire to do right. as far as they when they get older. And I want to provide those type of services, whatever type of form of art. I want to get these people in here who are good in, in whatever area they are to actually train these children so that when somebody hear about my art institute, they're going to be trying to come to St. Louis. They ain't going right. to be trying to go somewhere else. They want to come to St. Louis to come in my institute. The sad part is I'm a single mother, a black woman, single mother who does not get help. Right. I do not get help. It's sad to say I don't put people in my business, but my children's fathers do not help me. They do not help me. And um, their families do not help me. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing everything on my own. My my kids, all my kids' fathers don't even live here. So I'm doing everything on my own, and it ain't easy. And I want my kids to have every opportunity to, to make it something of themselves. Gotcha. So gotcha. I sacrifice every penny for them. And then I try to make sure that I'm doing something with this business as well. I'm not trying to work for nobody because I'm not going to be a modern-day slave Mm -hmm. to this state, to this country, to none of it. So what I do is I just sit over here and and think about the dream, Mm -hmm. pray on the dream, speak about it, speak it, try to speak it into existence. But right now I got to focus on my children. I got to focus on just, you know, providing the services that I can provide at this point and just pray that before I leave this earth, that I get that dream that I want. Because I yeah. do want it. I do yeah. want it. I do want my We all do. We all have it. a dream. 
I want to get up in here and, you know, this studio I'm in, I want to actually have something like this, right. you know. It's not easy, though. Yeah. For some people, it's privilege and, and they can get whatever they want. But for me, it's hard. What's the biggest painting? What's the biggest painting that you have done? Uh, the biggest painting? Yeah. 50 by 50. Oh, wow. Yeah, and how long did canvas. it take you? On yeah. the canvas. So, on the, uh, I'm fast, y'all. It was less than five days. It was less than five days. How many hours a day did you have to spend? Probably three to four. Mm. It was less than five. Nothing has taken me over five days. Yeah, I, I, that's some patience <laughs> and dedication. Uh, neither. I don't have patience, people. Art, patience, not me. Uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I don't I don't have it. Like, this would, I would get frustrated. And just be like, you know what? It'll probably take me about three months to do that one painting right there. You think so? I know so. Hey, I, got, <laughs> hey, I know some people I'll be watching their pages, and they take about it uh, anywhere from three months to a year to finish one painting, but they stuff is so detailed. Um, my stuff is not really detailed. Um, I do paint fast. I'm very impatient. Um, my work could be better. I critique myself all the time. Of course. Um, of if course. you look at these paintings, they're all done in, in three years, 19, 20, and 21. Uh-huh. Which one looks best? Just really look, observe it. Observe the paintings and see uh-huh. which one looks the best. Uh-huh. I would say, I kind of want to go towards that one, but I really like that one. It's all about what you like, but that girl down there is the best one. If you notice, None of her skin tones are out of place. On some of these, they blend well, but you mm-hmm. can tell that I didn't blend them all the way together. Uh, so you can see that's 19. That's a whole different style of art. So, of course, it's going to look right. a little different. But hers hers is completely blended. They, it really doesn't show too many flaws. Her eyes, they stand out to you, everything mm-hmm. like that. So you can tell the how I grow every year. Yeah. And, and even with and that one, that was a one-day painting. Yeah, and it's all about, that's all it's about as an artist and anything that you do, man. Make sure that you are progressing. And critique and yourself. Critique yourself. I'm definitely one of the people that critique myself. Uh, even with this, I told my producer, look, every week, look, I want to have a sit down with you. With you as my producer, tell me what things you saw in the show that we could, that I could change as a host. Uh, every week because I'm trying to get to a point where this becomes second nature. Like, this is my, this this is a job to me, and I'm having fun doing it. So, like, yeah, I told him, every week we having to sit down. <laughs> we are definitely going to talk about the show. So, but that's all for now, people. Um, Ms. Dion, thank you for coming. I greatly appreciate having you on our show. Matter of fact, go ahead and uh, shout out all your, uh, where people can find you at and your work. Of course, of course. I appreciate you for having me on here and actually keeping it real about the art and um, what's behind it, what goes forth with it, you know, just thinking about uh, dreams, aspirations, everything with that. Most people are too focused on my personal life. Nah, this ain't that. I I don't have a personal life, yeah. I don't have a personal life. My my personal life sucks. I don't Um, care (laughs) about a person. I brought her on here so she could talk about this wonderful art that you all see, these three, and then I saw some 
on her Instagram. So that's what I want to bring you on here about. Your personal life is your personal life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm lame. Whatever, I'm the lamest what, person you know. <laughs> whatever so, you uh, do in your personal <laughs> life, that has nothing to do with me or my show. It don't affect me. <laughs> so, nah, it's it's all love. I'm not finna. I'm, I'm not uh, a therapist, people. <laughs> I don't get paid to uh, tell you what you're doing wrong in your life, your marriage, your uh, parenting skills. I don't get paid for that. So I'm not a therapist. But go ahead. Yes. Okay. So you can definitely find me on Facebook. I have your neighborhood artist. Um, that is my page. Please go like it. It's not that hard. I didn't send. I got like five thousand friends on Facebook. <laughs> a thousand of y'all like my page. What's going on here? <laughs> I should delete all y'all, but um, um, on Instagram you can follow me on Instagram is um Art by Dion. My name is spelled D like Delta E O N N E. Um, I thought can, it was Deanna or something. People, yeah. I honestly was like, you know, I, had, I had one of them. I had one of them young Which one mamas. Is it? <laughs> I had one of them young mamas. They was like, you know, it's named after my uh, biological father, Leon, and she. He was like Dion. She, she like, wants to double she up said, on the end. Spell it for you. So, uh, <laughs> that's how I got it. Uh, the way I got it. Uh, but you can find me on those two. I'm be honest with you. Stop adding me on my uh, personal pages. <laughs> you know, I, I act a fool. So um, stop adding me. Stop adding me on there and expect me to act all professional. I don't. So um, <laughs> if you want to see professionalism, just add me on my um, art pages. I have not reached Twitter yet. Uh, somebody told me about TikTok. Yeah. I'm old school for real. You know, I used to have a Nokia back in the day. So uh, you got kids that's in this generation of TikTok. How don't you have one? Hey. Hey, my kids not helping me. They they, <laughs> oh they ain't God. no help. So um, you can find me on those two for the moment. I'm trying to uh, get myself together to be on all these different social media websites, but I'm hard. I can't even post stuff on my regular stuff. I'm, I'm you know, I just, I don't know how to keep mm-hmm. up with it. I'm not good with all that. I, hey, y'all, y'all people who know how to do that, y'all, y'all, y'all tight. I don't feel like y'all do anything else in life, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Y'all can definitely catch me on those two for the moment. You know, follow, like, do whatever you can. You know, if you don't want to, I don't care. You ain't hurting me. But, yeah, no, I appreciate you for having me on here. You know, uh, much love. Um, and I'll definitely shout you out. Make sure you add me on here so we can, you know, I can tag you. I definitely song. would. I got you. Well, that has been another wonderful, wonderful episode produced by Big Stu. Yeah, Big Stu. And Big, Big Stu Studios. Dope. You know, I, I just talked about all white people. I'm sorry. Stu is dope, though. He's not your typical white person. He's people. not. He's not. He's not. He's yeah. He's not he, your. He typical don't count. White. He don't count. <laughs> he's not your typical <laughs> white person. He don't count. He's not your typical white person. But this has been another episode of Straight Like That. I am your host, Mr. Edwin Thomas, produced and aired here at Big Stu Studios. If you're looking for any, I mean any creative content, make sure you hit them up on all social media, Big Stu Films, Big Stu Media. On IG, on Facebook, uh, a lot of I don't know what other <laughs> what other social medias it got, but those two you can definitely contact him. Um, I found him on Instagram, so if you if I found him, you definitely can. Um, this is like I said, this is has been another episode. And follow me, make sure you follow me on all social media. Follow the podcast. It's straight like that too, with the number two on Instagram, people and. Um, follow me on Instagram underscore at Swan Junior underscore. Do not misspell my name. My name is spelled A N T W A N, not O I N E. None of that Y'all original. Heard that. Y'all heard that. 
Do not. <laughs> do not misspell my name. I am on Facebook at Twan Thomas. Again, do not misspell my name. A-N-T-W-A-N. And uh, follow the group on follow the group on Facebook, Straight Like That Podcast. Um, so, yeah. Until next time, thank you, Ms. Dion, for coming through again. I greatly appreciate it. Hopefully, we have you again and have some more have some more artwork and you have a show and invite me. Of course. Of course. Invite me. Of course. And uh, you know, we will get uh have we will get link up and uh get your shows. Cause I, I really want to see what more you have in your collection. Um very intrigued. <laughs> I'm very intrigued with the collection, especially the three that you brought here today. So until next time, people, love you. I am your host, Mr. Edward Thomas. Thank you. Peace. This your boy Antoine, the host of Straight Like That Podcast, being brought to you and aired at Big Stew Studios, produced by Big Stew.